Today on Locked On A's, the A's have started their fire sale. Chris Bassett is on the move to New York. Uh, Matt Olson is on the move to Atlanta. Who did the A's get back? We're going to learn about six new prospects in the A system. Where does that leave them? Uh, the A's in general, is there more coming? And uh, we're going to work through some tears. So that's what we got going up for you guys today. Get some tissues, everybody. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 418 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's episode, we got to talk about the trade, you guys. Uh, I was going to do one for Chris Bassett and then one for Matt Olson, and then, uh, well, I, I was just going to do the one for Chris Bassett, and then Matt Olson got traded, so that's how that worked. So we're doing both in one episode to get you guys as much analysis and content as we can in just, you know, a quick 25 minutes or so. So let's do that today. We're going to we're going to talk about the guys that the A's got back in these trades, learn a little bit about them and then also just talk about the the A's in general cuz yay, why not? But before I do, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Also, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first lesson of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. You can also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify green room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Also, shout out to the guy on Twitter who called me uneducated today. Uh, it was un and then educated. He spelled uneducated wrong in calling me uneducated and then liked his own tweet. So it didn't really sting that bad. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but let's get into the news of the day. Why not? Uh, well, it started on Sunday. No, Saturday. Sorry. Uh, I was at work Friday. I don't know. All the days run together. I have a newborn. Um, I was at work and all of a sudden I got all the notifications and I was like, something bad happened. And and by bad, I mean, in the baseball world, I, and we've been waiting for these trades to happen. The trades, well, the lockout got lifted and then all the trades started happening. So yay, good time to be an A's fan. We, we've been waiting for this moment for months now, maybe even a year. I've been talking about this since the podcast started in 2020. So we knew that things were going to happen and the A's finally traded. No, I mean, not like finally, like, yay, but finally, like it happened. Woo. Um, they, they traded Chris Bassett to the New York Mets in exchange for two guys. Uh, they got JT Ginn, who is a right-handed pitcher and also Adam Aller, who is a right-handed pitcher. Uh, he, he, spoiler alert, the A's got some right-handed pitching in these deals. But uh, we're going to talk about those two guys here real quick. Uh, the headliner of this deal, it's only two players. So one of them has to be the headliner. The other one has to be the throw-in. The headliner is JT Ginn, uh, who is, he looks good. I, I like that. I like this guy. For one year of Chris Bassett, I like the guy. Also, uh, I'm going to be talking about Chris Bassett and Matt Olson and what they've meant to Oakland in the third segment. But 
I'm going to get into what you want to know about the new guys here right now. Ginn is 22 years old. He's a righty that throws in the mid-90s with his fastball, mid-80s with a slider, has a lot of movement, and uh, he also has a changeup. His fastball and his slider are graded at 60 on the scouting scale, so that's that's good. It's 20 to 80. 60 is very, very nice. And uh, his changeup is a 55. Um, the Dodgers took him as their 30th their 30th overall pick, or the 30th overall pick in the uh, draft in 2019, I believe. And uh, he chose to go to college instead. He said, no, Dodgers, I appreciate it, but no. And he went to college, and then he needed Tommy John surgery. So he fell to the second round and was taken by the Mets. And so he is a first-round talent. And if he hadn't needed Tommy John surgery, he would have been much higher in the first round, I think. And also, just adding... A little tidbit to that, the Dodgers wanted him. And you know how much the A's and Dodgers love each other's leftovers. So it's kind of like like they didn't get to enjoy JT Egan, but he was on their radar. So and he was probably on everybody's radar, but still, they always target the same players and them in the race. The, those three teams are always just swapping players back and forth without making trades. They swap players back and forth all the time. So you got to like the aesthetics of JT Ginn a lot. What is he going to do on the field? We're going to find out. He's 22 years old. There's still plenty of time for him to grow. We're going to be keeping a close eye on him in the minors this season. But, and he is also now the A's number six prospect overall in their farm system, according to MLB Pipeline. But number 23, the lowest ranked prospect that the A's got back in, in both of these deals is Adam Aller, who is 27, which is Probably a decent reason why he is ranked number 23 overall in the A's farm system is he's 27. There you go. He is a right-handed pitcher, and his scouting grades are just a tick above average. He's He's got 50s across the board for the most part, and he was released by the Pirates uh, a couple years ago, and then he showed out in indie ball. He's like, I'm not done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play indie ball. We'll see what happens. And he showed out, and then he signed with the Giants, and then the Giants, we've talked about the Rule 5 draft, and I won't get into like the nitty-gritty, but he was taken in the minor league portion of the Rule 5 draft, so that is how he ended up with the Mets, and that is a weird way to, <laughs> that's why he's the throw-in. He was in the minor league portion of the Rule 5 draft. You don't typically have a, a very high hope for somebody who was taken in that portion of the minor league draft, but he's still just 27, and one of those years that he missed was the 2020 season because everybody missed the 2020 season in the minor league. So there's still some room right there where I'm intrigued by this guy. And it, there there were a lot of tweets, a lot of pumping him up tweets. And why would people be pumping up Adam Allard? It's because he almost quit baseball. It, he thought he was going to quit baseball. And he's like, you know what? Let's, let's go back. And there was news stories on it. He's been pumped up by Everybody. He's got drive. He's got perseverance. He is a guy that you want on your team is what I'm gleaning from the amount of talk there has been about Adam Aller. Uh, even uh, Martin Gallegos of MLB.com, the A's athletics.com, if you will. Uh, he wrote about Adam Aller and there's plenty to talk about. And he's like, I'm going to go write about Adam Aller right now, maybe because he wanted to quit and do all that stuff. But it, it feels like he has the same bulldog mentality that reminds me of Chris Bassett, the guy that the A's traded one year of for both of these guys. It feels like Adam Aller could develop into a Chris Bassett type. Is he going to be as solid, have a three or lower ERA from 2018 to 2021? I don't know. Probably not because those years have already passed us. But I'm saying it feels like he's that kind of a guy, that kind of a pitcher 
we'll see what happens. And just another another corollary here for Chris Bassett. Um, just a just a quick reminder is Chris Bassett was 29 years old when he had his big breakout with the Oakland A's in 2018, and he was still kind of just a spot starter at that point. But he had a you know low threes ERA and like 44 innings, and he kind of took off from there. And people still all these years later, four years later, are still wondering like, hey. Is he actually good or not? It seems like he's figured something out to me. He knows what he's doing up there because you don't just keep having these same results year after year without knowing a little bit about what you're doing. You can get lucky one year, but you don't get lucky the same way over and over. That is a skill. He misses barrels. Chris Bassett's going to be fantastic. I'm I'm intrigued to watch the New York A's. They're going to be a great time with Canna and Marte and Chris Bassett and whoever else goes over there. That'd be fun. Um, maybe they'll bring back Yohanna Cespedes for one more year now that the DH is going to be over there. But uh, Chris Bassett was 29 in 2018. That's what I wanted to say. And he had his first solid season that year. So there is still time. There is still two more years for Adam Aller to get to the age of 29. So not as much time as some of the other guys that have been added in these trades, but there is still time for him to become similar to Chris Bassett. And if that's the case, uh, on board, obviously. Uh, I, I honestly never like seeing these trades happen, but they do happen and we've been prepared for them. And I'm going to be excited about the new guys. It's not their fault that we don't get to see Chris Bassett or Matt Olson or anybody else that might get traded. Uh, it's not their fault. So I'm going to be cheering for these guys just like I would be cheering for the, the guys that do get moved or the guys that do sign somewhere else just because I like baseball. I, I want to root for these guys. These guys love baseball like I love baseball. That means we're friends. That's how that works. That's how friends are made. So uh, no ill will towards any of these guys. And I think that Adam, Adam Aller is probably going to be one of those guys that he's going to be one of those under the radar candidates that we all end up rooting for as he climbs the system. And uh, hopefully... He makes it to Oakland before too long. So we will see on that. He might be the A's fifth starter when the season starts. I would, I'm going to be very intrigued to see what happens in spring training with him. But I've got some more thoughts on the Matt Olson trade coming up for you guys in just one second. But first, it's that time of the year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, the year 2022. This is the season of BetOnline. And you know that it only just gets started with the, the college basketball tournament. Then it goes into uh, the, all of the other sports. They have all of the other sports. I was going to say they got the playoffs over here and the playoffs over here and then they got baseball. No, they have all of the sports. BetOnline has you covered for literally every sport. And that includes live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify green room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And also one more time, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. But let's get into what was probably the heartbreaker of 
the offseason for these. And I don't know that another one's going to match this unless Matt Chapman gets traded, which could happen, but I will get into that on another day on whether or not I feel like that could happen. And maybe he will get traded by the time I do that so that I don't have to be wrong about something. But um, let's get into the Matt Olson trade. He was traded to his hometown Atlanta Braves. And he uh, in return, the A's are getting catcher Shang Langliers. I'm going to learn how to say that. I, that might be right. I'm not positive. I looked for a pronunciation key. It's it. They didn't have one. So they're like, yeah, you, you know, that's a regular word, right? Langlier, Langlers, Lang. I had it right the first time. All right. And then Christian Pache. And then uh, you got right handers. Oh, that uh, Christian Pache is a, an outfielder. He's been a highly regarded prospect for a number of years. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about him, him here in a second. Uh, right hander, Ryan Cusick. And then righty, Joey Estes. Estes. You know, like, uh, what's his face? The Estes from the Giants all those years when I was growing up. Sean. Sean Estes. There you go. Um, but let's talk about Shane Langoliers. 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 That's the one. I'm going to go with that. Langoliers. Hey, if you guys know how to say that name, hit me up on social media. But uh, Shay, as we're going to call him from now on, he is 24 years old and he has a 70 grade arm behind the dish. I love that. And according to MLB Pipeline, quotes, he has a good setup and a solid swing mechanic that point to consistent hard contact and plenty of raw power, end quote. I like that. Uh, you know who that sounds a lot like? Uh, strong arm, lots of power. Maybe Shea actually hits a little bit, has a better hit tool. Sounds a lot like Sean Murphy. And I did pose, pose the question on Twitter. Does this mean that Sean Murphy is officially on the trading block? Quick answer is, I don't know that he's going to be traded immediately. They, that might be an, a, a mid-season or an off-season next year kind of thing. Uh, give Shea Langoliers uh, one more year to develop or maybe give him a half a season under the tutelage of Sean Murphy. Maybe that's the route that they go, but I don't know that Sean Murphy is necessarily going to be traded immediately, but it does kind of put the writing on the wall, I would imagine. It also, as an, and I'll talk about this on an episode later this week, I think that it also puts the writing on the wall for another prospect for the A's. And you can, if you follow the A system, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, make sure to tune in later this week. I'll be talking about another person in the A system and how that could be changing their position. But uh, moving on from Shea Langoliers, See, if you just say it with confidence, I think that that works. But uh, we're going to go to Christian Pache, who is 23 years old and has been compared to the the great Atlanta Brave of the 1990s, Andrew Jones, defensively, not overall. Andrew Jones is a borderline Hall, Hall of Famer. I don't know that Christian Pache is there yet at the age of 23 with, you know, 22 games under his belt but uh, <laughs> at the big league level. But he has been compared to Andrew Jones defensively, and I'm on board for that. I watched so many, if you know him or Jim Edmonds, same thing. Great defensive players, just all around. They, they were so much fun to watch. It's like watching Ramon Laureano, but better, maybe? They were really good defensively. And Kristen Pache, also, on, he was on Twitter a little bit, and I'll talk about that in a future episode, probably the same episode as the, the other one that I was just plugging uh, about him on Twitter on trade day. But uh, he also had on Twitter, uh, David Justice, A's legend, David Justice, pumping him up on social media. And so that's fun. You, you always love hearing David David Justice saying good things about the Oakland A's. So that was that was the surprise of the day, I would say. Not that Matt Olson got traded, but that David Justice had kind words for the organization of the Oakland Athletics. 
always a big David Justice fan over here. <laughs> um, as you may know, if you follow the prospects or the Braves or just in general, you've read this. Uh, Christian Pache struggled a lot in his time in the big leagues. Uh, basically, he had a quick cup of coffee. He played in 22 games. He hit, he hit 111 with a 152 on base, and he struck out 25 times in 63 at-bats. So not like he was getting a lot of playing time, but he struggled a lot in that little bit of playing time that he got. And so that might be why he was actually, why why the Braves traded the both of these guys. If Christian Pache had come up and had like an average time, I don't know that he would have been in this deal. So I said on, uh, in the last episode, the, the first episode that I've done in a couple of months, I said, I'm not sure that I want Matt Olson to go to the Braves. I, I would love him to be with his hometown team. That wasn't the issue. I was worried that the Braves, since they had just won the World Series, would try and make... Christian Pache, the centerpiece of a deal with the Oakland A's. They didn't do that, so I'm fine with them trading with the Braves. That's fine. I'm not offended by this whatsoever. Um, it And according to like Keith Law and like everybody that reviewed the trade, uh, the, the A's did a really good job. They got a haul for Matt Olson, and so I am stoked on that. But let's move on because we are going to run out of time before too long. Uh, they also got uh, Ryan Cusick. He's a righty. He's a 22-year-old righty. Uh, he has a 70-grade fastball. You love high-graded high, high graded fastballs coming to the A system because they usually do not have those. And that thing sits 94 to 97 with high spin rates and has been clocked as high as 102 miles an hour. You know what the A's never have? Power arms. You know what the A's have one of right now? A power arm, and I love it. He also has a curveball, a changeup, and a slider. But there are questions on whether or not he's going to be a starter or a reliever. That is going to be something... Definitely to keep an eye on now that he's in the A system. I mean, the Braves are also very good at developing pitchers and starting pitchers and just pitching in general. But the A's also do it their own way, too. Maybe they maybe they can do it, too. Uh, he's also 22 years old. Plenty of time to figure it out. If he's not up for two, three years, that probably fits the A's window better. So give him time to develop. We'll see what Cusick has in the tank when he gets to Oakland. So I'm very excited about that and watching his development. And then finally in this trade, we got Joey Estes uh, he is 20 years old and he looks like he has a solid foundation to be a, a decent big leaguer. Maybe not, maybe not the best. Maybe he ends up in, in relief, but he's got a nice foundation and that I'm okay with that. I'm honestly okay with that. Uh, he is, he, he sits 93 to 94. He has an average slider, and he's working on a changeup. So he's got three pitches. One of them's good. So that that screams uh, bullpen to me, but hey, we'll see what he does. He's still 20 years old. He's coming to the A's. He hasn't had a lot of time in pro ball. Let's see how he develops. I'm, I'm excited about this. So y you never want to see the A's trade their guys or, you know, your beloved guys get traded to another team, but... Days did pretty well for themselves, I think, in these two moves, and uh, I, we'll see what happens. But that's uh, that's the exciting part of the podcast coming up. We're gonna get all sad and gloomy because we're gonna talk about what these two guys meant to the A's organization in their time with the A's. But first, this is the time of the year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolutions to eat right, and that is thanks to. Built Bar. It almost feels like I'm not really doing my resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you guys tried the puffs? The puffs are amazing. They, I, I honestly didn't think that I would like the puffs, but the puffs are soft. They're chewy. They taste like Built Bars, which is 
Who doesn't want a built bar? First thing in the morning, second thing in the morning, first thing in the afternoon, right before bed, whenever you want a built bar, they are there for you. And they, they just hit that spot and they're amazing. And they're just, pro the puffs specifically are protein infused marshmallow bars. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat and they're covered in 100% chocolate. I absolutely love them. And if you want to get your hands on some of these puffs, or like a mint brownie or a coconut or a coconut almond, all you got to do is go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you guys get podcasts. Those are always greatly appreciated and gets us in front of other eyeballs. In, in well, I guess it's not really a seeing thing. In front of other ear holes. And then you're going to be walking down the street and you're like, hey, you listen to Locked On A's, I listen to Locked On A's. And then you make new friends. So leave that five-star review and make new friends. That's just how the world works these days. Uh -huh, but let's get into... The sadder stuff, I guess. Um, obviously, Matt Olson had he he'd been the guy that I really grabbed on to really early on in his minor league career because he had a lot of freaking dingers in Stockton, and I was like, wow, this guy's amazing. I like him a lot. And then I was like, oh, that's that's the minors for you, I guess. Um, and then he did it in the majors too, and it was a lot of fun. And watching him just play defense and picking balls, it was magic. He is amazing, and I'm going to thoroughly, thoroughly miss watching just Matt Olson, the overall guy. And also, he's an attractive man. Um, so I'm going to miss everything about Matt Olson there. And then because he doesn't hit home runs and he wasn't, you know, as talked about or bandied about, uh, I guess his claim to fame in the national media would be that he got hit in the head by a comebacker, uh, Chris Bassett. He, he grows on you. Oh, man, if you watch him pitch every day, if he pitches like he did for the A's, if he does that with the Mets, he's going to be a household name because that dude is a bulldog. He's like Max Scherzer without as, without like the velocity and the stuff. He has that same mentality, but he's doing it by just trying to get you to get ground, like weak grounders or pop-ups. He's not trying to strike you out as much. He doesn't blow you away. He just outthinks you and he outworks you. And that is something that I thoroughly admire about Chris Bassett, because that just fits the Oakland vibe to me. That That is an Oakland athletic. If I could describe one, I'm like, that's that's Chris Bassett right there. Here's an Oakland day. And uh, losing these two guys, while I've been talking about it for a while, it's finally come, and it stinks. And uh, it's not, like, the fun part of being an Ace fan by any means. Um, but, you know, we, we as I wrote down here in my notes, the, the hope baton is being passed to the next generation, which I think is basically the best way to sum it up because as ace fans we are used to the churn it stinks but there's the hope that one of these times one of these churns will work and the reason that they do the churn in the first place is one john fisher doesn't want to pay guys and i've seen guys in my mention saying that oh well, you, sometimes you get saddled with a bad contract and if you look across the bay you've seen plenty of bad contracts get saddled to that roster but they're also spending a lot more money so it doesn't really matter as much but uh if you got like matt kane making 20 million dollars and he's not playing because he's old now um yeah that happens barry zito same thing he pitched in the playoffs but i think the most giants fans would take that contract back um yeah it it doesn't work with the way that the A's would operate. But if they spent just, I want them to spend 20 or $30 million more when their windows are open. That's what I want. I want them to make slight upgrades that could have a big impact 
in October. That's what I want to see them do. Because I think that that could be the formula right there. And they're not doing that. And that is, that's the fun. So that's the hope right now for me with the new ballpark is it opens up that extra 20 or $30 million that the A's can have. I'm not expecting them to go near the luxury tax. That's never going to happen, but that's, that's where we are right now. And that's, you got to grasp at some sort of a straw as an A's fan year after year, churn after churn, not necessarily year after year, because they're usually a pretty fun and exciting team. Even when they're bad, they're still going to be a fun team in 2022, regardless if they trade like four or five more guys or if they're done trading right now, they are going to be a fun, fun team because they always find guys. Brent Honeywell is an Oakland A. Is he going to be good? I don't know. Is Seth Brown going to be fantastic? Maybe. I'd like to see it. How about Christian Pache? Is he going to be one on the, the opening day roster? Is he going to be in the binders to start the season? Uh, what's he going to do? Is Buddy Reed going to get the call up? There are so many just fascinating questions to me. And I want to watch these guys just develop on the big stage because we don't get to see that very often. I mean, if you're an Orioles fan, you can see it every year, but we don't get to see it all the time. And it'll be fun because then you can really, I mean, at the risk of, uh, you know, falling in love with guys before they get traded, you can really fall in love with some of these guys because you could see their development and do that as opposed to, you know, getting signing Garrett Cole. They're like, hey, we got this finished product. Let's go win a World Series. I think that it's more fun when you can watch them develop on the big stage and then watch it all come together like 2012. Uh, that was more trade related. But when you watch it all come together and then they just go, um, that is more fun for me personally. So uh, it's not the necessarily fun championship winning portion of the, the A's churn or the A's cycle, but it is still a good time because you can really fall in love with these guys. And um, just like we fell in love with Chris Bassett and Matt Olson in their time with the A's. And that's a, that's something that I want to hold on to, I think, because it's something that gets lost in the shuffle. Baseball is supposed to be fun. You got to find your own way to have fun. And obviously we could clamor for ownership to spend more money, but if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. So find a new way to love the team. And that's how I, that's my way of loving the team is whoever's on the team. I like them. Whoever's in the minors, let's talk about them. Whatever's happening. Let's talk about the A's. That is how I love the team. So uh, that is all that I got for you guys today. I had more notes, but that felt natural and nice. So I'm going to leave it at, that's what we're going with. Um, that's all that I got for you guys today. I'm going to be talking about a, a potential position change for an A's top minor leaguer. And then also uh, Christian Pache's tweets, who some A's fans were offended by. I wasn't, but let's talk about them and get that out in the air and, uh, you know, set some people straight uh, because they are uneducated. <laughs> uh, I love a good callback, but, uh, Anyways, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen. Now go make your second listen, Locked On MLB, because your host, Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. It's free and available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast. Go find him over there. He's on YouTube, too. So subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to his channel. Go follow everybody on Locked On, because uh, we're a good time. But that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk at you tomorrow. Bye.